Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents the Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by TJS Ceramics, Posh Boutique in the Bridges at 57th, The Sky in T, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. Thank you, Zach. You nailed that intro again. <laughs> All right, friendly reminder time. The Vaudies presents a benefit show for Mighty Corson Art Players this Saturday, June 3rd, 7 p.m., an outdoor show just behind the MCAP Theater in Corson and right next to the Bottoms Up Bar. Nice little place. they got a great little stage out there. Join us. Tickets are only $40 and available at thevaudies.com. That is T-H-E-V-A-U-D-I-E-S dot we're going to be joined by magician Jesse Moffat. Always puts on a fun show. He's a comedy magician. Singer-songwriter Matt D., who, by the way, is going to be playing Friday night as part of the block party in Sioux Falls. Then comedian Nathan Hultz, recent winner of a big contest here in Sioux Falls. And then the fire dancers, Last Ember, who, by the way, they're going to be on this show in just a bit. All right. Uh, as for the entertainment we have on today's show, we're going to catch up with actor Ezra Hunter as it's in his final weekend as the lead in Old Town Dinner Theater's production of The Movie Game. Then later in the show, we welcome those fire dancers themselves, Maria and Dalton Mayo. Plus, we'll tell you who or what gets this week's honorable mention as well as choose another winner of Pizza with a Podcaster. But first, let's pop the cork on this bubbly little show. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve. Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here! So long, hump day and your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty. We can't wait for Friday. So a day early, we start the party. No matter what you're drinking, no matter what that drink is coming out of, raise it high to downtown Sioux Falls. It's the first block party of the summer at 8th and Railroad, Friday night. Matt D. and the Roadside Revival, they'll be playing at 7 p.m. Brady Reed, who's been on this show, is going to kick things off for the free music. Cloverfold, then, is going to follow him. And then Matt D., who's been on the show several times. Sounds like a great lineup to me. Additionally, it's First Friday. DTSF, you're going to be rockin'. The Weekend Eve Toast is brought to you by The Sky in Tea. The Sky provides all caps fun. And that is best had with friends. Have fun playing darts, shooting pool. Oh, you can listen to great live music with local musicians. You can even sing at karaoke night or test your knowledge when it's trivia night. Uh, You've said, you know what, Uh, need some room though. Well, the sky's big back room fits the bill for your company party, 
or a benefit you may be having. So no matter what's going on at the sky, it's local and it's lively. It's time to choose lucky winner of Pizza with a Podcaster. Everyone that follows the Dave Holly Hour on Facebook or Instagram automatically entered to win a free pizza from Sonny's Pizzeria. We pick a winner each week, and this week we say congratulations to Link Wiley. We'll be in touch with you, Link, to get you all set up with some jowl-dropping, show-stopping, thin-crust pizza. Pizza with a Podcaster is brought to you by Sonny's Pizzeria, right across from USF at 26th and Waltz, and Sonny's at 81 on South Phillips. Check out the very fun and incredibly flavorful menu online, sonnyspizzeria.com. Honorable mention. What has Dave smiling? Ooh, Levitt at the Falls. Yet another arts and entertainment event you could attend. They start their run of 50 concerts this weekend. Now, my love and I happen to be friends of the Levitt, which had a get-together last week. She couldn't make it, uh, but I ran into our good friend Richard Corelli, so sat with him. Uh, we got to enjoy hearing Jeremy Haig on the piano and the phenomenal voice of Andrea Ross. She has a great musical resume. We will talk about it, hopefully with her, if we can get her booked for the show, as she has now made Sioux Falls home. But regardless absolutely amazing and go out and support the levitt this summer later in the show the fire dancers that will be part of the vaudies benefit performance at mcap maria and dalton mayo of last ember up next actor ezra hunter on the dave holly hour check out the new ceramic studio in sioux falls conveniently located off kiwanis avenue on fifth street TJS Ceramics. We have thousands of classic vintage ceramic mold items and several new items too. TJS Ceramics offers classes through the Sioux Falls Community Education Program and special open studio nights every Thursday evening. Bisques, studio time, or finished custom items are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in Sioux Falls today. Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does while supplying high quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th. For more arts and entertainment talk on the Dave Holly Hour. Yes, indeed. Welcome back, everybody, and welcome to yet another statement of Dave saying it's always a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment, and always a pleasure to have a great guest back. He makes his second appearance now. A young man that uh, I have uh, truly just, ever since uh, seeing him perform the first time, thought, wow, he's great. And uh, I, I keep seeing him in other performances, and he continues to get even better. Ezra Hunter, how are you? Oh, man, thank you so much for those kind words. I'm doing great, Dave. Wonderful. Thank yeah. Thank and, you. And, uh, you know, the, the last time we talked, it's been a couple of years. Hard to believe that already, isn't it? I, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's been, or at uh, least a year and a half or something along that line. And at that time, uh, you were wanting and planning on going to Chicago. Oh, yeah. You're you're still here, uh, and uh, I'm happy for that. <laughs> I'm also sad that, you know, 
things didn't work out to get to Chicago. But oh, uh, and we'll we'll circle back to that in the meantime. But uh, as well, uh, we need to uh, have you tell us what's been going on then in the world of Ezra, because right now you're headed toward your final weekend of performances at Old Town Dinner Theater. That's right. You know they do a they do a five week run of shows out there Whew. Thursday through Sunday, um, and we're reaching the final one. I believe we still have tickets open if you're interested. Um, they'll be at the Old Town Dinner Theater website. Um, it's been a heck of a ride doing that show. Um, it's a pretty taxing role playing the the, the character of Jack. Um, but when I'm not at Old Town, um, having some conversations with a friend in town, uh, John Barnes, about maybe some filming, um, some writing gigs perhaps in the future, but a lot of work and, and a lot of lot of acting right now down at Old Town. So it's it's a never ending, never ending run for me. And uh, you know the five weeks, man, that seems you know, what well, for those that probably have never been in a lengthy play, it seems a little brutal. <laughs> how do you keep it uh, fun? How do how do you make it uh, so that every night you go out there, uh, it's a, a great performance yet? Well, I think it, it just boils down to your attitude in terms of loving loving the audience community but also um loving your castmates and having the freedom of okay we're in week three show number 15 and uh what we need to do is let, let's spice this scene up a little bit let's let's have you act like this or change how you're doing this or you know aaron sharp who is uh in the play oh my he'll he'll always have an idea and say hey let's yeah. try it like this um and so it just it stays fresh for you and for the audience so no two showings are are truly ever the same mm -hmm. which is a blessing down there um if you get the opportunity to see the first and last show um but ultimately yeah the attitude if you have a good attitude it it flows by quickly well, I would think that that has to be something that uh, just carries over from show to show because uh, a lot of you are veterans down there. Uh, and uh, so it might not be the next show that you're in, but uh, along the line, you're probably going to act with somebody again, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, having the ability to, to just be a good friend on stage just goes a long way. Um, just having the ability to trust the people who you're with because sometimes things don't go right in the five weeks that you do it. Mm-hmm. But from there, I mean, you, you get to really see yourself and your castmates shine. Um, and that that's just the beauty of it all, um, seeing your, your same folks down there a few times in a row. You really build that trust and foundation that makes some of these shows just super awesome and fun. But, you know, when you're working with new people like I am in this show, I mean, it makes it fun to just see what these people try to do or, or how they you know, approach problems or new situations with the show. And it's just incredible. Um, a 10 out of 10 cast right now. Every cast I've been with is 10 out of 10, I feel like. But this one's a little special, too. You know, I was uh, sitting there thinking the same thing because it was like, you know, a lot of times uh, I'll say, hey, you know, that was a, a perfectly cast show. You know, everybody just had such great uh movement and uh, the way that they would deliver their lines and their gestures and and everything uh but that really was an amazing cast to watch 
And that has to be one, you know, because you said it, you've been in a lot of 10 out of 10s in that regard. Uh, But man, that has to just make that so much easier when you are working with another person. Uh, It can, and it Mm -hmm. it does. Um, I think the hard part for me is there is such an energy level that my fellow castmates bring that each night I'm just like, I have to bring the same energy and just keep going. And, and that's the fun thing. It is a challenge to try and bring the same energy as Tyler Johnson or <laughs> Abby. Um, it, 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 it is. It, and, and that's just one of the many blessings that I get to just have when I walk through those doors is, is to see those smiles and just being, man, all right, I got to collect myself because I got to I got to make this show because they're going to bring it each night. And I got to mm-hmm. I got to make sure that. I'm at least given at least 95%. Right. Uh, you mentioned uh, Aaron Sharp always having some idea. Uh, but John Bowe was the uh, director mm-hmm. of the show, and I know that uh, John is very open to ideas. But uh, did John also, you know, hey, uh, you know, notes after a show then for the next night and so forth. Did he have a lot of things uh, that he would suggest uh, and, uh, is he really, truly that, uh, great when it comes to accepting, uh, some ideas from cast members? So that last night of notes will be the last dress rehearsal. Mm-hmm. After that, there won't be any notes. Really? At, at least with this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but he will, he will say, Hey, you should try this, you know, right. let's, see, let's see how it looks. And if you try something and it's completely different from what he does, he wants you to try it. Uh-huh. He wants to see if it works. Right. And he is the most flexible person I've ever worked with <laughs> in terms of things like that. He is just a genius at finding comedic moments. Like mm-hmm. as a guy that's not great at comedies, um, in my own opinion, just having John Bow watch my work and say, All right, that that was good. Let's try it like this, just opens your brain into yeah. into whole new ideas of learning and education when it comes to comedies it, it it is a blessing and it is one of the great reasons why old town is such a fun place to work at oh no doubt uh and uh, I've, I've not worked there but uh, love going there and uh, i have acted with john before but i've never uh, been in anything that he's directed and i had a blast with him uh and uh, his wife allison as well and so uh, they're a great acting family for sure uh but uh, you know when it comes to families that's one thing that gets talked about a lot here on this show is the fact that it becomes family and then you know the more uh shows that you are in the bigger that family becomes you know and uh so what is uh, the important part for you once a show is over how do you stay family um, I am probably the hardest person to keep family with. You know, I, I have 10 million things going on. Uh, so I, a lot of projects, you know, I, I, I focus on, on a lot of things, but I think the big thing is, is just staying in contact and communication mm-hmm. is the big thing. But, you know, when you're out and about or you're at an audition, I mean, you see these folks just saying a simple hello and a, and a smile is always something, but there's always an event going on, whether it's the summer or the winter, um, someone's house, someone has a party going on. Right. And so, I mean, once you, you pass the invites down or the word goes through the grapevine, I mean, 
these folks, they just, they have a heck of a time of reaching you and making sure that you're there and you're welcomed and that you're loved. And then from there, you are always welcome back. Yeah. So, well, you, you talked about Aaron Sharp and I know we've both been to a, a party at his place before. Oh yeah. Uh, and you've both been over here before. Uh, and, uh, he made me, uh, realize that I will never look at a box of cornflakes the same way again <laughs> after seeing his, uh, his performance uh, in uh, the movie game. That's uh, the show that you're currently in that still has its final weekend this weekend. Uh, and uh, also uh, Tyler Johnson, you mentioned his name. And uh, yeah, Tyler and, well, absolutely almost everybody that's in that uh, first scene of the second act was hilarious. Whether they were being deadpan in their uh, actions or whether they were looking like oh my god how did i get talked into this uh because it was just amazing so if you have not gone we're going to tease you with those two things all right uh so it's it's a fun fun show and ezra is uh just a, a fantastic leading man in this and what did you do to get into the part Honestly, I just had to be myself. Um, when I when I had read it probably two years ago, uh -huh. um, it, I instantly fell in love with it just because it's about a guy who um, really just doesn't know what's going on with life, but he has the one thing that he can hold on to, and that's movies. Mm -hmm. and, and, and for me, I mean, I love films. I could talk to right. them all day. And so for me, it was just, all right, I got I to gotta be myself. But once my fellow castmates started finding their characters, I started finding different quirks that was Jack and not Ezra. Okay. Um, um, the way that he would stand, some inflection in his voice when, when he was angry, um, certain desires and yearnings. I mean, Jack doesn't have the yearning to, you know, be on stage and, and, and be seen in a film. He just wants to live the film. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want the credits to roll. Um, and so how is that different for me? And so that was pretty fun to discover. And Give us an example of what uh, would be Jack versus Ezra then. Um, yeah. So for me, it would be, you know, Jack is pretty laid back. You know, he's going to go down to your, to your, to his local theater sit for there for hours, this rundown theater, and just think about films, talk about films, do anything. I can do that. Mm -hmm. But I got to work. <laughs> yeah. Something about being able to afford to go to films, right? And, exactly. And to, to see art and entertainment. Oh, But uh, again, uh, I, I rave over you because uh, I think the world of you. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about what's in the future now for Ezra Hunter, because the last time we talked, Chicago was kind of the, the big thing, but, uh, it was, and, and so what happened and what's on your mind now? Um, a lot of things happened. I mean, just thinking on it, um, the world kind of said not right now, mm -hmm. um, had some friends that wanted to stay back and I understood completely and. Other things just happened with life and, you know, I just became more okay with the idea of staying right. and, and doing 
uh, my own thing here. Um, there were there were some tough moments, but I think there were tough learning moments in it's okay for the process mm-hmm. to not be fast. Um, for me, I'm very impatient. Like I want things to be right. quick. I know a guy like that. He said as he uh. rolled his own eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a big learning moment for me to say that it was okay to pump the brakes a little yeah. bit. Um, and I'm still learning to pump the brakes. Um, you know, you had asked what's in the future. I Honestly, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've toyed with the idea of maybe just taking a step back for a couple of years and doing a little work here and there and maybe a little writing. But, um, you know, sometimes it gets to be a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, doing the three shows in a row, this taxing role yeah. of, of, I mean, there's rarely a break. Yeah, and, and you have to give 110% each night because you don't want it to, to fall apart. And... Sometimes, you know, when you get home, it's just nice to be home. Yeah, true. Uh, so three shows this past season. Uh, yep. But uh, you, when you say stepping back, are you thinking like it might not be in any shows for a couple of years? Or, you know, that is. Are you just twiddling that, down to maybe one big show that you really want to be in? You know, I mean, yes and pretty much. Oh, okay. Um, that was an improv moment right there. Yes and. <laughs> Um, I mean, you know, th- there's a couple shows coming up next year that I, I've looked at and I said, oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah, I know that one. And, mm-hmm. and then I, I pull it out and read it and I think about it and I write in my journal what I would do and how would I present it. But um, the more I think about it, the more I do get interested in the fact of, all right, I'll take a, a couple years off. Wow. Watch some people yeah. grow and do a little writing maybe but yeah it it's just a game of chess right now and i and i don't know which move to do next right um but it 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 is a strong possibility that i just take a step back for a while and just enjoy watching these shows mm-hmm. in terms of the writing uh do you have like a number of different ideas or a number of i things that are actually in the works Oh yeah, so I I have one idea that I have pretty much the outline finished of, um, a little just obscure play that I've been toying the idea with. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, um, I have a short film that I've been wanting to get finished up here, but really wanted to focus on becoming a better writer, um, having the ability to close my eyes and see the story flow rather than just read mm-hmm. ink on a page and, and, and present it. So that is going to be probably one of my biggest challenges is letting someone read what I write. Cause that is the scariest thing in my opinion in this world is letting someone read something that you create. So Excuse me, I'm getting a little, yeah, little fearful just thinking about oh, it. But you know, that's that's natural, I think. But uh, are are you also one of those that you're your own worst critic? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I. The funny thing is, is if you see me at rehearsals, I love my castmates. Mm-hmm. I lift them up. But if I do something wrong, watch out. Huh? I go home. The steam blows. I go home. I'll, I'll write the script three times. At, 
at most I'll, I'll, I'll write in my journal. This is what happened. How do I prevent this from happening? Um, and, and I will live in just the one mistake, even if there's 50 accomplishments And, and that is my own detriment, but you know, it, when you love an audience so much that you want to make sure that their product is, is worth the price of admission. I mean, that, that's just how I see it. Right. Uh, you know, and, uh, I know you have writing aspirations and so forth. What about the directing? Maybe. I don't know if I have the eye for directing. Um, I, it, it's a very different game mm-hmm. and, you know, having an eye for detail is great, but you know, with the people that I've worked with in the past, I just, they have a talent that I just don't think that I could ever truly get an experience in and, and say, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all just artistically, they just have a vision that right. I just can't tap into, which yeah. is insane. Well, I, I guess, the, what, you know, I, I ask that question a lot of actors, mm-hmm. but uh, I guess especially with your love uh, for wanting to, to write, um, and the way that you were describing that about, you know, seeing it come about, uh, then it almost made me thought, well, maybe they're a little directorship uh, is there, but, uh, and there, I, I never, I never say never, <laughs> never. Like I said, uh, the chessboard is just open yeah. right now. Um, if there were, was an opportunity to, there are a few shows on my radar that I would like to be a director at mm-hmm. and work with folks. But, you know, if, if that were the case, I would definitely take a couple of years off, watch some shows in the area see who's doing what Mm -hmm. Um, all right so then my my next question is uh out of the directors you have worked with if this play comes to fruition who do you want directing it um i don't think that there's one director that i could that i've worked with that i i couldn't say no to Mm mm-hmm um, I've worked with some good directors, but I I think I'd want to give the baton to someone that felt that they wanted the challenge of it mm. um, and, and isn't afraid to say, hey, I don't like what's on the page. Can we discuss it? Um, just because that's who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if there was someone that just wanted to say, I want to try directing. And they're not, they don't want to mess up on a great script. I'd give it to them in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you give us an idea? You said you almost have the outline. Uh, what are we talking in terms of a genre? Are uh, we talking drama? Yeah. Are we talking comedy? It's, uh, it, it's an abstract drama. Okay. Um, it's about kind of this soul that is stuck in this gray land. And there's a man with fire breath and then the woman with the lighted eyes. And it, and it kind of just goes down into the, this whole idea of morals and um, what does it mean to be a good person? Mm-hmm. Um, do the sins of the past weigh down on the person of today? Um, that's just kind of been an interesting idea that I've had. Right in the past couple of years that's and, that's got some depth to it for oh sure yeah. <laughs> oh yeah there have been there have been a lot of 
a lot of rewrites on like characters and stuff over the over the years so just got to sit down now once this show is completed and just put it on the page i'm excited for it do you find yourself uh looking at people in general not necessarily just those on stage and uh think to yourself that's a great character i gotta put that in somewhere somewhere oh, yeah. Yeah, we are all just characters on the stage. Yeah, no doubt. Um, uh, in in fact, uh, the book that I, one of the books that I have yet to write uh, is going to be basically about growing up in a small Midwest town, which I did. Uh, and they're going to be little instead of you know one collective story. Each chapter will be a little vignette about person that you would find in about any small town oh that's beautiful yeah you know and it's just you know what what comes of them and you know uh how everybody reacts to them uh but yet you know the culmination is you're, you're still not necessarily friends but no hatred towards other people you learn to accept them and oh, care yeah. for them in that regard yeah i think they're they're you know if if you want a, a lesson on writing characters um my professor in college she had us go to a coffee shop and going to a coffee shop <laughs> right. is, is is you know it's good um wonderful people watching but there I, I find that there are three main places it's a coffee shop on a on a morning like a tuesday mm -hmm. everyone's going to be in the office or you're at if you're here in sioux falls 26th Street in Bonson on a Thursday morning and seeing all these people backed up in rush hour traffic. <laughs> you get to just see the, these people and how they react to this traffic moving. You know, what are they doing? Are they dancing? Are they frustrated? Are they late? How do they, how do they deal with being late, but have to push the brakes every two seconds? Um, otherwise it's, it's, if you go to the store on a Saturday afternoon, everybody has to has to go there i guess and so how are they shopping are they frantic are they frustrated um are they just enjoying a good time how are they touching the watermelon right you know and is every guy looking to flex his muscles when he pushes the cart exactly there's how this many weird bags strange <laughs> exactly or or you know how many bags can you get out of the cart at once right into yeah the car. <laughs> yeah all sorts of great things in detail, uh, and that's what uh, truly sells, no doubt about that. And uh, you, of course, uh, we've been talking about it uh, throughout this time, are in your final performances. You've got uh, tonight, tomorrow night, uh, Saturday night, and then Sunday afternoon mm -hmm. at Old Town. And you said there still are a few seats here and there available. I believe so, yes. Yeah. If you go ahead and... and uh... Go to oldtowndinnertheater.com. They'll give you availabilities. Yeah. Go ahead and call the box office. I know each night here and there, something opens up. True. A um, cancellation of some sort or, mm -hmm. or somebody says, hey, we want to sit with these people, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, so that can change how they do the seating there. But uh, well, well, well worth the money. Uh, and uh, Old Town just continues to, uh, you know, please us every time we go. Uh, what about uh, other little theaters, you know, because uh, you've been up north then to Corson, correct? I've seen a show on Corson, yeah. yes. Um, still have yet to go out there and work something. Hmm. Um, Why is that? Just uh, have an audition for it yet? Not the right one? Yeah, you know, yeah. It, it, you know, it was between uh, 
auditioning for Leo ah, for, you know, the movie game, which ah. um, if I was going to pick the two, it would probably be the, the movie game again, just because right. I've had a history of reading and loving the script and um, just kind of a connection that I've discovered while in the show about when it was done at USF and kind of that connection of when I went to college. And so there's just something beautiful about that too. And, but yeah, I still have yet to go out to Corson and then do a show, but, um, well, see, there's something for that chess game, chess board that you have going on right now. Yeah. And they've got some interesting stuff coming up. Yeah, they do. Um, each theater in the area does. And, and yes, it's going to be fun trying and, to watch each one of them. And, and we support all of them. <laughs> we have season tickets everywhere. Uh, but we enjoy it because we, uh, I feel for the people that sit there and look at this and just say, oh, it's community theater. No, it's not. It's, it's bigger than that. The talent that is in this uh, metro area, the, the Sioux Empire, as we like to refer to it, instead of just Sioux Falls, is amazing and uh what's incredible is to see how many it's not just that there's a handful in in one theater handful in another and you know two handfuls at uh the premier playhouse then because they're bigger uh no i i would love to know just in the past year how many people from the sioux empire were on stage for some performance or another. And that's just the theater, not counting all the musicians, mm -hmm. uh, singer-songwriters, all of the visual artists that we have, all of the uh, people that are supporting in another way, the techs and so forth. It'd be a phenomenal number. Oh, yeah. I think Sioux Falls is great because it is an art city. Yes, it, it's become a, that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very much so. I like to say often that, you know, because I grew up down in Rock Rapids, you know, 40-minute drive, and the big thing when you were down there was to come up here. Uh, and, you know, when I started coming up here as a teenager then to go to things, yeah, you had the state, uh, and you had some other movie theaters, uh, and there was the Coliseum mm -hmm. and the Playhouse. Uh, but you know, now we've got the sculpture walk, we've got, uh, art hanging in restaurants, businesses, uh, coffee shops, and we've got so many other things to take in, uh, in the theater itself, you know, we've got, uh, all the ones we've mentioned already, but then there's also good night theater. There's monstrous little theater mm -hmm. and, uh, we have different places. We find a place to perform in the, in the back room of a brewery. Uh, in a book co-op. Mm -hmm. And so it's just amazing what it has become. So I agree with you. Yeah, it is an arts city now. Uh, it took a while to get there, uh, but uh, boy, it's just, uh, it's great to see that. And great to have you to be a part of it. Oh, well, you know, it, it's honestly a blessing Yeah, um, to be in such a, a welcoming community um, that encourages you to, to push strong. But it's also encouraging to just perform for great audiences. Mm -hmm. um, it's always fun, you know, whether folks like or dislike a show, um, I always find that it's important to talk to, to both sides. Yeah. Um, and it's just wonderful because these shows allow for conversations that true, you know, are 
just so beautifully important in our world. Yeah, no doubt about that. All right, so you know the typical last two questions that come about. When you are not part of the arts and entertainment, what do you like to be entertained by? Yeah, I love books. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times, you know, I try to go down to the book co-op. Um, music, love live music. Um, the Levitt this year, yeah. I'm excited for it. And just seeing my my theater friends have fun on stage, whether that's sitting back and watching them in a show, mm -hmm. improv, watching, you know, folks do symphonies and orchestra. Um, and then when I'm not doing that, I mean, it, it's just sitting down and, and relaxing mm -hmm. and getting ready to... <laughs> getting ready to move that chess piece mm -hmm. uh hobbies i know you went fishing yeah i <laughs> you know i am a jack of all trades it feels like i i have too many hobbies today we went fishing uh um another thing that i like to do uh disc golf you can catch me at Tut okay Hill. um what else cooking i love cooking Oh, what's your go-to dish to make? Um, you know, it's a pretty basic one, but but when you're when you've worked in in some pretty nice kitchens um, in your lifetime, if you can make a great Alfredo, it tastes like heaven. Uh -huh. and Alfredo is one of my favorite things to make for folks. Well, we'll have to put you to the test sometime. We could probably <laughs> try that. <laughs> All right, as Rodder. Uh, thank you again so much uh, for what you do in the arts and entertainment world. And thank you for taking time to be on the Dave Holly Hour again. No, oh, thank you, Dave. It's been an honor and a blessing. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And we'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffitt's right. He can't play the piano, but he can sure entertain crowds with his amazing magic and clever quips. His shows always make the participants the stars, especially when they've fallen asleep on stage. Uh, I mean, they've been hypnotized. Are you the party planner in your group? Then you owe it to your group to make the event magical, even if it puts you to sleep. Here's how. For booking information, go to Jesse Moffat Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E. M-O-F-F-I-T-T -T, or call 605-929-0964. Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does while supplying high quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th. Check out the new Ceramic Studio in Sioux Falls. Conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. TJS Ceramics. Bisque, studio time, or finished custom items are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in Sioux Falls today. Support the Dave Holly Hour in a very easy way. Buy Dave a cup of coffee by clicking the cup in the lower left corner of www.davehollyhour.com. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, yes, you know, I'm going to say it each and every time. You're going to get to the point you're going to say, oh, we know he's going to say it, but how is he going to say it? It's 
can I have a different lead in this time and so forth? Yeah, I am. Because this one's really exciting. So here we go. It's always a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. And while we had a guest on earlier that was a repeat guest, we now have two new guests. And for a very special reason, uh, some, some great people, first of all. And they're going to be part of the Vaudies doing the benefit show this Saturday night at Corson for Mighty Corson Art Players from Last Ember. We have Maria and Dalton. How are we, kids? We're fabulous. We're doing great. Excellent. Doing great. And I, I should have figured that, too, because you just, I mean, if anybody has ever met you, taken a look at you two and your two adorable boys, they got to say, wow. There's something going on there that's really cool. It's a little overwhelming. I can imagine <laughs> it is. Yeah. Thank you. Thank uh, you. And, and full disclosure, Marie and I used to work together. Yes. And those were some fun times. They were. Yes. We had good things to do. And... Your voice was the first thing that stood out. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I remember because I, I sat with you uh, before I took that uh, department position. Yeah. And it was like, oh, man, this gal is just Knocking it out of the park. Boom, boom, boom. I forgot that we yeah. did side-by-sides. We did side-by-sides, yes. and that was very, very cool. And that's the reason I chose that department over another one, where the other lady got up and you know walked out because she had to answer her personal phone calls. <laughs> yeah, when you're working, you're working. <laughs> exactly. So, And, and now, and, today, I was actually um, training some other people at work today. So oh, wow. It's kind of a full-circle thing. It is, yeah. isn't it? Amazing that how life works out it for is. us. And then you met this, you know, really cool guy. He's pretty decent. Yeah, how about that, huh? <laughs> he's and, been decent uh, yeah. this whole time. <laughs> I stay pretty constant. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got a great beard. It's it, thank you. It, it's not quite the right color yet, right. but that'll take about forty he's years. He's got two of them. <gasps> oh, I'm getting there. Okay, so you've got a couple of gray hairs in <laughs> right. that black beard. As someone that puts on a red velvet suit at uh, Christmas time. You know what I get mad about with this thing being white? A single black. Yes. <laughs> I got to pluck them out. Oh, Man, no. nasty, you know, because they don't make Grecian formula in reverse. Right. Yeah. No. You, you can use that and get rid of all your grays and so forth. But for me, I get a black one. It's got to be taken out just like that. You know, I didn't even have to use my sound effects board for that. <laughs> Three in a row, right. Perfect. <laughs> right. Okay. So what we need to do is tell people, first of all, if you do not have your ticket yet, please get it. Go to thevaudies.com, not just Vaudies. So Vaudies is V-A-U-D-I-E-S. So thevaudies.com. Think, if you're not familiar with this, think modern day vaudeville. That's how the name came about. And the great thing about that is that means we put on variety shows the great thing about this particular one is going to be that we will for the first time ever have fire dancers and that would be these two lovelies from last yeah, yeah. ember yep. okay so now that we've gotten all the other proverbial stuff out of the way now we can get down to business here and talk about your act so tell us who first started doing fire dancing 
I'll let you answer that. So I'd have to say it was I was the first one to pick up the fire. Um, however, that was due to her being pregnant with our oldest at uh-huh. the time. So she wasn't quite ready at the time, but uh, it was shortly thereafter she picked up fire as well. And uh, we've kind of both been throwing things around since. Yeah. I mean, uh, all different types of uh, props from... Uh, I'd say fire staffs to snakes to whips to just about anything you can light on fire we'll play with. So. <laughs> hacky sacks. Yeah. Yep, we've had hacky sacks, and those are a fun crowd participation. Oh, oh, crowd participation. Do they <laughs> have to sign a to waiver? T- uh, it's a time and place kind of thing. Okay. It, time and place. <laughs> yeah. And since uh, we're going to be you know right next to a, uh, a facility that serves... Adult beverages. Okay, yeah, it's a bar. That we're going to be between uh, Mighty Course and Art Players, their theater, and the bar Bottoms Up that's right next door. It's a, a really fun outdoor stage. And uh, so far, weather, some chances of storms in the morning, but then the afternoon and evening is predicted to be just a few clouds. Perfect. Yes, it will be. So that means hopefully we don't have to have Plan B going inside to the theater, although it's a fun little theater, but the uh, the stage isn't big, um, and uh, the ceiling isn't very tall, and so that might limit your act, and I'm praying to the weather gods, <laughs> to the entertainment gods, to the artistic gods, all of them, that we have a great evening so everybody can see everything that you yes. do. We're not good with limitations, so we want to push the boundaries every single time, and we we would love to have the out, outdoor show, show, so yeah. we're happy to have the weather kind of cooperate with us. Excellent. We look forward to it. I especially look forward to it because, you know, having known the two of you, uh, Maria, and having known you for uh, many years now, uh, it when you started that, I was like, wow. Uh, but of course, Me it too. Was, you know, <laughs> it, was, it was at a time when uh, I, I had some health issues and uh, wasn't able to... Uh, be around at a lot of events and so forth. And now you get to see and it firsthand. And now I get to see it firsthand, yeah. finally. I'm yeah. excited so, for that. What would you tell people your show is about? Dalton already mentioned, you know, all the different things that could be used and so forth. But when you want to tell somebody, hey, we've got this really cool act, come and see us. Anytime I'm flowing with fire, it's like you're in your room again and you're a kid. And you're just dancing and ignoring everything around you. Yeah, but see, when I did that when I was 13 with a big lighter, uh, you know, then I, I got away with it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I got away with it. But I don't know. Any time that I'm spitting fire now as an adult brings me back to that childhood feeling of just dancing like no one's watching. Oh. And I can still do that while having everything on fire yeah and lots of people watching lots of people watching yeah but you take that attitude into it then yes okay yes dalton what made you decide though that uh, okay you were the first and then you got her on board uh did you see another fire act is it it's something that uh you know you you've been playing with for a long time so ultimately as the story goes we have a a friends group here in town that we've known for dozens of years and kind of just always hung out together and one of our friends had gone down to colorado for a friend's birthday party she happened to be a dancer and she had gotten props for her birthday lit them on fire and said hey it's your turn now so he picked them up he just 
loved it right away and was like, hey, brought it back to South Dakota, said, you guys, look what I found. And within a couple of years, everybody had picked up a different style prop and we all just started playing in each other's backyards night after night after night. Turned into something to where everybody started going, hey, you guys should really, really bring this up as a business and make mm -hmm. this make this something profitable for you guys and that's when we kind of wrapped everybody in and said hey let, let's let's make this a real thing and that's last number was born and uh everybody's we we take on people here and there and some people maybe move on in their phases of life and mm -hmm. uh go about doing something else but we have a steady crew here in sioux falls and we're very proud to have a, a niche talent in our area um there True. are there are so many other flow artists in our area that don't do exactly what we do and still put on a great show doing what they're doing mm -hmm. um but to have it, it's a proud moment when you're like all mo most of all of the fire performers in 150 miles are my closest friends oh wow and uh, it's That's just true. it's just the coolest thing that those are your friends well you know the reason that i wanted to bring you on board and uh, get you into the vaudies act uh, is because you know vaudies means variety and uh we're always looking for uh something different you know we, we typically will uh it's not a problem to get a magician uh some music and a comedian Mm -hmm. But finding that other act that's going to be different, that'll bring somebody out that maybe wouldn't have. Uh, and so the fire was cool. And, and I know that uh, your friends as well with uh, like the aerial arts and, yeah, and, and those acts and so forth. Yeah. Uh, and uh, well, they're booked out for like, oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe a next millennium or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, very, very they popular. They stay on top of it. They do. And I'm, I think that it's like their primary income. So True. we have a yeah. little bit of more flexibility. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. So how many are there in the entire group of Last Ember? Ooh, that's a good question. Honestly, Ever since um, the 2020 year happened, um, every bringing everybody back together has been kind of difficult. Mm -hmm. Kind of difficult, um, but I mean, there's uh, like five to six that we could bring in at any moment. Wow! Yeah, that's excellent. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, like you said, each of you has a, a little different uh, forte uh, that you work on. Yeah, everybody the fire. has their only um, their primary prop. <laughs> all right. So on Saturday night, then, what are we going to see between the two of you? Oh, do we get to tell them now? Oh, give us <laughs> give us a tease about it. You don't have to be so, specific. I think so, yours is better. Uh, well, I'd say no, we won't we won't give you everything. Um, we like to hold that back and, uh, like I said, just push the limits with everything we can do. Um, traditionally, the way fire performance started was through what are traditionally called poi, which is ultimately a Maori word for ball on cord. And that being okay. just a fireball attached to a cord. Um, of course, they didn't start with fire. It was more of a, a weight training thing for them. Um, it was for their warriors to build up ma mass and stamina. Uh, but that evolved into the fireball on a chain. And that's one of our props. It's the most traditional fire prop, um, I'd say, other than the fire staff. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, we definitely bring the poi and Maria here runs the staff i do staff contact staff mm -hmm. it's about the length of my body okay and i spin that around um contact so i 
catch it on different points on my body uh-huh. instead of just holding it. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. So um, a, a lot of, you know, uh, you'll see magicians that some of the magicians will do some fire acts and so forth. But uh, this is, well, it, it's magical, that is for sure. Uh, and, you know, uh, it, it's got the uh, the really great looking people. You're not going to be in tuxedos and long gowns, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, still, uh, it's, it's you too. And, well, I've been waiting to use this line ever since we got you booked. Okay, you know, it's exciting. <laughs> It's energetic. It's exotic. But let's face it, this couple is hot. (laughs) (laughs) I've been holding off all that. It's true, though. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I also kind of get a kick out of the fact, you know, last ember. It's like, no, I think this one's burning pretty well. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, The last ember just gives the illusion that it's just that that last ember can, can kindle up so much whether whether it's um something intentional or just something that Mm -hmm. you're you're bringing a different energy and that's gonna spread throughout the community and that's really what we've done with last ember it's just this little spark that that we've gotten to spread throughout the community to where people are asking us will you teach us kind of thing where do i start yeah where do i start you know i actually wanted to share this too um the poi that you were talking about ball on chain if you ever wanted to try something basic and simple and safe you can get a pair of socks <laughs> and a cup of rice okay and you pour the rice into the socks uh-huh. and you tie off the ends so that the rice doesn't fall out Okay. That's your poi. I, I thought maybe <laughs> afterward you were going to show me how to do this on, on Saturday. You got rice and socks? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I'm more worried about what's next door to where we are. Oh. <laughs> uh, we certainly have uh, first-time friendly uh, fire props. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, it, so you could with, try. With oh, I'd love to, little actually. instruction, we'll certainly give yeah. you some safety because instruction, I, I, but well, that outside and- of that. I already know you're bringing four extinguishers, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, okay, yep. yeah. And I do know stop, drop, and roll. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, I uh, won't need it, though, because no. I trust you. No, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, where, when did you start the dance part of it, though? Because, you know, you said that, uh, you know, there was somebody that was involved in dance, goes out to Colorado, sees this, brings it back, says, hey, it's, it's pretty cool. I think you ought to start it up as a business. But at that point, was it just kind of, oh, yeah, let's learn how to use these different props with fire, so how did it become a show uh at some point dalton and another friend of our derek um they had gone to a festival for spinning and there's all of these teachers that spin different types of uh um props Mm -hmm. and they just teach you exactly what you need to know and once they went to that, they just got a passion fueled in them to learn more and more and more. And then all of us ended up going to a different one. And we ended up learning so much more on our specific prop. And it just became, gosh, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. Just what else can I do with this? And then integrating to push each other to our limits on forcing each other to use different props when we don't want mm-hmm. to. And um I'm still like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if I need to fill in for something? But there's somebody? another thing yeah. that's called, um, is it cat dogging? Yep, yep. You have to use different, 
props together that don't usually work together. So like a ball and chain poi with a giant staff. You can't spin this and hold this still, right? Ah. But you've got to figure it out. (laughs) So it forces your brain to try and do something different and creative. Um, And I guess, I mean, going to those festivals, what were they called? What is it called? So those were campfire festivals. Campfire festivals. So ultimately, just instructors from all around the world really brought in to teach different things. Um, But what what I would say to the dancing part would be ultimately um, flow is what we call what we do. Um, And in that part of flow resonates. Pardon, resonates with um, psychological background, and that being when you're in a flow state is what a psychological or psychologist would call it is a flow state, is where you've kind of let go as Maria talked right. about was everything around you, and you're actually releasing more endorphins in that state because you're not thinking about the next step. It's all an accentuation of your body. Um, and that's really what we do is we're 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 a prop in ourselves. So that dance and that flow is really just what what you feel inside of you coming out, and it's really hard to explain because you you don't know. Yeah. Hey, what what feels great right now is throwing my arms this way and and kicking my legs that way, and <laughs> it's just it, it can come at different times. But being able to choreograph and put together a great show um, really comes from years and years and years mm-hmm. of just picking up things from here and there and uh just watching and messing those. up yeah oh yeah, yeah you learn from your oh. mistakes yeah. making mistakes uh you know it, it sounds a lot like a jazz musician when they hit that improv you know when they get their solo and they just take off it's they're not looking at the music anymore it's just all grooving oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and so forth and that is always such a great thing to see when people are in that flow uh and uh, so we're really looking forward to it <laughs> so that was one of your little ones yeah which one was that that was mateo mateo yes and then we also have the mighty mac mighty mac yeah i uh, love that uh, so no, much yeah that was so fun <laughs> uh but he has now become bubba bubba's okay bubaloo bubaloo oh basically anything yeah and uh <laughs> at, at what age will they start uh fire dancing oh mac has done it he has mac has Ooh. Max started spinning a fire staff at four years old. Wow. He so was really little. It was about God, seven years ago for him. All the chicks, isn't no. he? <laughs> people don't believe him. And I mean, they don't, they still, when I bring it up to other people, uh-huh. they don't believe me. And we have to email, we have to email have videos to every year videos, to his yeah. teachers so he can be like, hey, yes, I'm not lying to you guys. Yeah, <laughs> our child is not trying to buffalo everybody. He really does this. Does do it. <laughs> so Dalton, did you have any dance experience before you took this up? Um, I mean, outside of a little bit of break dance experience in middle school, oh, outside of that, uh, I tried oh, to be a my. b-boy for a little bit. He's so got I, great feet. I, I've got the footwork. I've got the footwork of a b-boy. Um, but yeah, I guess outside of that, I never really did anything, uh, dance wise. And, um, I've kind of been an introvert a little bit of my life. So I just kind of, um, go with the flow with everything and just, uh, allow my space to be my space. And I just never really got into anything until fire hit us. And when, when that spark ignites you, I mean, you, you just, 
it's like when you're really into cars you just buy another part for your car just un un uh consciously and here you're like i want to learn another move or i want another prop and it's just really cool to see this evolve and have that and i don't know it's... yeah or if you're me you get gas <laughs> if if you like big audio equipment so forth that's called gear acquisition syndrome oh yeah okay. you get gas gear nope <laughs> love that <laughs> no. now Maria, i i can Pets. uh yeah <laughs> i can imagine you probably did have some dance moves in you oh gosh did i ever do dance no i don't think you I did. didn't i was a ballerina when i was three. Oh, see you <laughs> had that going for you but i mean it i used to dance in my i used to choreograph moves in my bedroom when i was like 10 <laughs> <laughs> all of the songs in the mirror. <laughs> All right. And uh, are, are there any recognizable songs that we will hear out of your set uh, out, on your act this coming Saturday night? You've been asking a lot from us during this. Yes. You, you <laughs> still need to give me that music. Give and tell. What much. do we give? What do we not give? Um, I think I, I keep wanting to ask you to tell them a little okay. bit. Yeah. Um, I'd say one of my songs is definitely a familiar song. It's not um, a newer song, but it's a very familiar song. And uh, I'd say just to give you a little bite of what that song is, it's The Wild Wild West by oh, Will yeah. Smith. Wiki, wiki, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that is definitely a high energy song. It's right. got a lot to live up to. And I uh, certainly bring a prop that uh, relates to the song and definitely uh, gives it all the energy that it's due. Right. And then that uh, obviously, you know, helps get the audience into it as well and so forth. Uh, are there going to be any slower balladish yes. things too? That's more me. Okay, <laughs> he's fast and he <laughs> he doesn't know how to slow down when he's spinning. <laughs> For me, I like to go slow with the flow of the song, um, and make every single move count. And um, one of my songs is going to be very jazz, mm -hmm. jazz based. Um, it, one of my songs is through modern, postmodern day jukebox. Okay. And they, they basically do, a uh, a cover of like a modern song in today's life. Um, but they make it sound like a jukebox. Ah. It's great. It's fabulous. I love it. All right. Look You'd forward to all that. Yeah. Well, I know. Well, you said jazz. It's a yeah, magic word for me. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of kind of addicted to that, too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So 730 Saturday night. Uh, it's right next to the bottomless up bar and right uh, kind of catty corner off the backside of Mighty Corson Art Players Theater in Corson. Technically, it's a Brandon address, and it's a long thing, but basically, here's all you need to know if you've not been there before. If you're on Interstate 90, when you get to the Brandon exit, instead of going south to Brandon, turn the other way and go north to Corson, uh, and you will see a bunch of cars lined up and so forth, and that's where you want to be. By the way, just in case, bring some lawn chairs. You might not eat them. They do have some seating out there, but just depending upon how many people show up, you may want to have one in reserve. Uh, and in the meantime, get those tickets, thevaudies.com, uh, and uh, you will be able to purchase those right there online. 
and uh, we're going to have a great time. Uh, they are going to be the final act that you will see, uh, partly because, uh, you know, they're they're pretty well a headline type act, but also the fact that uh, with the fire, we do want to make that at the end. Uh, opening things up will be Jesse Moffat uh, from Brandon. He is a um, comedy magician, uh, and he will have a, a lot of fun things. Not necessarily up his sleeve, but let's just to be careful as to where it might come from. Uh, and then we have uh, some wonderful music. Uh, a guy by the name of Matt D. If you are a regular listener on this show, you've heard him several times. Puts out some of the greatest... He calls a bad man ballads. I like to call his music badass. Uh, and he's just a, a phenomenal singer-songwriter, so... Everything that he's going to perform is an original of his, and you will walk away going, oh, so that's why they call him the Hemingway of the Highway. Uh, and then the guy that just recently won last comic standing, Nathan Holtz, will be our comedian. And then we'll get on to you two lovely people and your fire dancing. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Emily Wilson and I will be hosting, and we'll have a little shtick here and there. We've got some giveaways, by the way, so looking forward to having... That and including, there are two pairs of season tickets to MCAP that we'll be drawing for. So we've got that, and uh, I'm, I'm not going to say the others just in case they fall through, but they were like 95 to 99% on those things as well. Uh, so we look forward to having all of you out there. Look forward to seeing your act, but we're not finished because there's two questions we always end with. Oh, uh, Dalton, will start with you. Uh, actually, we'll flip-flop on, we'll go one question at a time. Okay. All right, so when you're not part of arts and entertainment, what do you like to be entertained by? Outdoors. Ah. I'm an outdoors guy. So, uh, yeah, anything that gets me out on a trail, if I can get out hiking, I certainly love getting in some trees. All right. Maria? Same question. Same question. What do you like to be entertained by? I love video games. Oh. <laughs> What's your favorite? Diablo 4 comes out in two days. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm thinking about, Dave. I'm well, not even thinking about it. Yeah, you know, I, I understand that because uh, June 30th is the uh, date for uh, Indiana Jones 5. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So, the, the follow-up then. Any other hobbies? Uh, you know, uh, say taking care of the yard. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's one of those things you just get out in the yard and we've got quite a bit to tend to so it's always an ongoing thing but yeah same uh, outside of that i mean just do a lot of playing with the fires yeah how about you maria gardening plants oh, taking wow. care of my plants yeah see it works together you two it are really does meant to be <laughs> yeah yeah it really does all right well adult <laughs> and maria mayo certainly thank you so much for spending time on the show and for helping us promote the fact that uh, you're going to be part of bodies this saturday appreciate it greatly yes. thank you for having us so excited to see everybody there and we'll be back to wrap up the dave holly hour in just a moment ladies when it's time to give your nails some love get that extra special treatment from quality nails on south minnesota avenue in sioux falls manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic Zaya and Tony provide professional care for your hands and feet, whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair. Oh, and guys, it's okay to treat yourself too. Quality Nails, call for an appointment, 605-334-1463. 
Dr. Perry Langston and Dr. Corey Tooney know excellence is in you. That's why they provide you with excellent care at Excel Chiropractic, improving your overall health in spirit, body, mind, and will. Get results the natural way. Arrange a consultation, 605-332-9235 or exocairos.com. Excellent care for excellent people. Excel Chiropractic, located at 4309 South Racket Drive in Sioux Falls. From the Dipsy Doodle Studios at the world headquarters of Big D Entertainment, a 40-square-foot home studio in the middle of America, it's Dave Holly. Thanks once again, those great guests, Ezra Hunter and then Maria and Dalton Mayo. And of course, thank you, listening, downloading, sharing, following on social media. And thank you, by the way, for the cups of coffee. Now, if you haven't done so so far, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, which automatically gets you entered for Pizza with a Podcaster. For all 182 episodes, go online, DaveHollyHour.com. As the Sioux Falls Art Council says... Together we art, as Art South Dakota says, home is where the art is. As I say, put some art in your heart. Remember, I'm Dave Holly, and for me, every day is a holiday. The Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by TJS Ceramics, Posh Boutique, The Sky in Tea, Excel Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, simply buy Dave a cup of coffee. Go to DaveHollyHour.com and look for a coffee cup icon in the lower left. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment. Thanks for listening. 